0: Welcome to Stuff to Blow Your Mind, a production of iHeartRadio. Hi, my name is Robert Lamb and this is The Monster Fact, a short-form series from Stuff to Blow Your Mind focusing on mythical creatures, ideas, and monsters in time. The Star Wars universe is home to many monstrous creatures, but few are as iconic as the mighty Wampa. This horned, yeti-like bipedal brute makes its home on Frigid Hoth, where it preys on abundant Tauntauns, as well as the occasional extraplanetary visitor. One even managed to get its paws on Jedi in training Luke Skywalker, and very nearly succeeded in killing the legendary warrior. The Star Wars Alien Archive, one of my favorite books, is light on Wampa details, but an earlier book, The Wildlife of Star Wars, A Field Guide, by Terrell Whitlatch and Bob Carrow, provides a great deal more information. Both of these authors, by the way, are interesting figures in the history of Star Wars. Carol co-wrote 1984's The Ewok Adventure. And Whitlatch, an illustrator with a background in zoology, served as principal creature designer for Star Wars Episode I, The Phantom Menace, a film that is just absolutely overflowing with amazing creatures. The book in question, however, is from 2001. It's still available from used booksellers and well worth picking up if you're into Star Wars and or bestiaries. Um, And in addition to providing robust details on the creatures of Naboo, it also covers the likes of the Rancor and the Wampa. The authors describe the Wampa as an apex ambush predator as its body is not ideal for prolonged chases against speedy tauntauns. No, its locomotion seems similar to that of a mountain gorilla, capable of bipedal and quadrupedal movement, but it's going to need to wait and ambush its prey to leap out and overpower it. In The Empire Strikes Back, Luke, of course, is frozen feet first in the ceiling of a wampa's ice cave. Uh, seemingly via the creature's saliva, so we imagine it must have taken a comatose Luke, uh, licked his boots up real good, and then stuck him up there and uh, allowed the saliva to set and turn to ice. Though we don't get to witness this process in the film, of course. Now, while this method seems to work for small prey like humans, uh, Whitlatch and Carral present a far more grisly storage method for the wampa's primary prey, the tauntaun. Quote, Prey is impaled on large icicles or uh, stuck to cavern ceilings with saliva to keep the meat fresh. Saliva acts as an anesthetic in victims. Indeed, one of the book's three wampa illustrations depicts a mother wampa tending to her younglings in a cave where no fewer than four tauntons hang, pierced through the lower legs by meat-hook-like, upward-thrusting ice spikes. This behavior, of course, brings to mind terrestrial butcher birds, which use plant thorns to tear and store The impaled bodies of insects and small rodents as well as to detoxify certain insects by letting them cure on the spike if you will the authors don't explore this but i can't help but wonder if tauntauns given their famous odor are not to some degree toxic and their bodies must cure a while on the ice spikes before they can be consumed or perhaps wampas simply have to make the best out of surplus kills, and store up the meat, especially for the growing little ones. As for the ice spikes, well, various terrestrial mammals, birds, and fish do manipulate ice or snow in their environments. And as pointed out by Gloria Dickey in a 2021 Science News article, polar bears have been observed to throw blocks of ice At seals, and indigenous accounts report that polar bears sometimes use blocks of stone or ice to bash in the heads of walruses. As the article explains, scientists take this possibility very seriously, especially given similar behavior concerning ice observed in wild and captive polar bears. So if shaggy apex predators in our own frozen environments are using ice as a tool, then perhaps it's not too much of a fantasy to imagine wampas using ice spikes as meat hooks in a galaxy far, far away. Tune in for additional episodes of The Monster Fact each week. And as always, you can email us at contact at